Good afternoon. This is Dr. Christine Sauer, your host of the show Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOE FM on Community Radio and live stream on communityradio.ca every Thursday at 12 noon Atlantic Standard Time. Thanks for tuning in today. In this show, I will talk mostly with guests about all aspects of health, healthcare and wellness, from conventional to alternative and everything in between. My mission is to change people's lives for the better by informing them about different options to get and stay healthy and well, so they can choose for themselves which option might work in their case. And if you feel you are stuck in a dark place, I want to tell you, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And today I am again with Michelle Palmer. Last In the last show we talked about who he is, how he became what he does, and about his amazing work with breath and energy and food. Today I would like to get a little bit more into toxins. I know, Michelle, you have been or still are very active in the environmental movement. Not only are you a biodynamic farmer yourself, but you are also a very avid environmentalist. And I must say, I get to know you a little better now. You are a wonderful person and have a wonderful, calming presence. You are really there. And that is rare nowadays. And I thank you for being on my show again. Welcome. It's good to be here. It's um, it's a privilege, actually, to be able to be on, on radio because right now most of the medias uh, are not interested in in really deepening how we could be better human beings. And it's very important. I think every young person should be given the skills of how to self-regulate their body and to become the best human beings they can be and to give them the tools how to protect themselves admitting that maybe some foods are not as good for them and telling them telling them that some drugs are not as good as others giving them the truth so they can make decisions i think it's time that um, the lies the misrepresentation and the the false information that doesn't get out because we don't want to disturb consumerism. We're really afraid that the economy is going to fail if all of a sudden we decide that we're not going to eat any potato chips or, you know, we, we're really a fearful society. We use fear to control a lot of the society instead of really bringing awareness. Um, so the toxin, yes, for me, Again, once I can figure out how to live with good air, so living around good air, so finding a best place, water, and then the food, um, what did, where did the food come from? How far away did it come from? You know, is it in season? Is mm -hmm. it something that just right now came off the tree? And when we start seeing about food and how energetic it is, well, eat an apple. Eat an apple that came off a tree. Eat an apple that came off two weeks later. Eat an apple that was cooked. Eat, eat an apple that was juice. You will see there's different energy that comes from that. Anyway, for me, I do. And 
And so now when we start seeing how clean is that food, how safe is that food, what was it grown with? So this is where we have to bring a concept of organic or the concept of growing without using uh, chemicals to change the biology of our soil. Mm-hmm. So w- what is the problem with chemical fertilizers? The problem with chemical fertilizers is that it comes with an acid. So it's an acidic product that is more acidic than the soil itself. So it burns the soil as soon as it goes on, mm-hmm. kills a lot of these little nematodes that we're talking in the soil. And, and then we're wondering why then we have to put uh, something else to balance out what just happened. Mm-hmm. So we kill what the biodiversity that exists in the soil and then we become the managers that's trying to guessing guessing what to do next to find a solution to our problem oh we have a bug let's spray something that oh you just kill the fertility because now you just uh, again damage the biodiversity we're playing a game of roulette and each year we're depleting the elements and we're depleting the minerals. So every time there's minerals that's put into a fruit, that is taken out of the soil. So if you have an orchard that's 40 years old, it's got one fortieth of what it had 40 years ago. Mm. That's just straight economics of what's in the soil. Yeah, but they would argue, oh, we are putting that back with the fertilizer. No, the fertilizer is a chemical product. It's NPK. It doesn't have very little other minerals outside of the chemical bond that it's mm. linked with. And and it's very fast assimilatable. So it only lasts for a very short time, then it gets washed away. It doesn't get incorporated in a soil structure. It's not a piece of tissue like organic matter when you get cow dung breaking down and and now remaining in the soil as little parts for a long time feeding the plant slowly this is a totally different organism Mm -hmm. even green manure put on the soil is not a good concept that's why in organic we do not put raw manure directly on the soil that's just done for convenience Mm -hmm. and mixing it with water so you can spray it really fast that's even more convenient and it's putting it on top of the soil. Actually, some farmers have started digging it in the ground. But the worst thing is we're mixing combinations of chemicals that we've never studied the synergistic effect. Synergistic effect means more than one chemical creating a bigger reaction than what each one of them would do by itself. And we come to a product called Roundup that now is being used to prepare the soil so no weeds can be there. It's used once the plant has grown a bit so that it kills the weeds and gives it a chance for it to grow full maturity without any weeds disturbing it. The reason is for combining at the end, if you don't have weeds, there's less chance of having problems with your combine and you don't have to raise the combine as high so you don't have to go out and change the level, but now they even have, you don't even have to do that with all the new nomadic things they have. And so now we're even spraying to harvest. 
since 2000, we've allowed all the grains. So everything you can imagine that's a grain. So wheat, rye, uh, flax. Oat. Uh, yeah. Oat, barley. Oats, barley. Buckwheat. Yeah. Buckwheat, oats, all being harvested with Roundup. Every farmer that wants to can. Not mm -hmm. all farmers do. Mm. There's still... Seventh-day Adventists, the Mennonites, a lot of them will not use any of these products. So there are still, um, there's still farms that are using as little as possible. They're trying to be as close to organic as possible. So when somebody says they're organic, they have to be certified organic. That means there's an inspector that goes to their place. There's a investigation of what procedures they use, what products they use, and there's a limited list of what they can use. They they use composted manure, and if they have to buy manure or get manure from somewhere else, they have to have composted the manure for two years if it comes from another source. Mm -hmm. So that allows the breakdown of long-term pesticides and things so that at least an organic farmer, if it, they have to get manure from elsewhere, have already worked on the biological process to try to break down as many as the things possible. Organic does not guarantee that there's no chemicals mm -hmm. because we're getting chemicals from the air all the time. All the time. Every pesticide that's sprayed usually winds up in the Arctic. Oh, wow. So at one time we used to monitor this until the year 2000 when we voted a new government in. And then all the 169 facilities we had across Canada that was monitoring over 300 chemicals was dropped. Hmm. I think we have 12 left now. Oh, my God, yeah. And so we measure only downtown Toronto and a few odd places not to scare anybody. Mm -hmm. And we make sure nobody's there to understand the um, the evidence. And so we've removed all the scientists. Slowly we're re re replacing, but never to the former world. So my thing right now that I would say to people, the biggest thing you we have to worry about in our food is the source of contamination of the food. If it's fresh and local, ask your local farmer, how did you grow it? Don't be afraid to ask the question. It, would you, you know, it, it's a basic thing. We think that farmer will not have peed on our, on the crop he sold hmm. us and at least washed it if he peed on it. Hmm. But a farmer doesn't even tell us whether they sprayed Roundup a week mm -hmm. or two weeks before we bought the wheat from them or that should not be allowed. And we've allowed now an injustice to happen. Farmers are in complicity with the Department of Agriculture, and it should be questioned. And I would say to everybody, buy locally, ask who you're buying from, pay mm. more money for better food. You are worth it. I always say it's more the quality that counts than the quantity. Exactly. So... In, in Japanese and Chinese philosophy, a small carrot has all the nutrients that a big carrot has. And when you start doing herbs, you start saying that if you fertilize any herbal plant, you do not create more herbal oils. You create a bigger mass of plant with the same amount of herbal oils. So you've dissipated the amount of 
oil that the plant can have. So that's why in biodynamics, herbs are grown on the third cycle with no fertilizing put into the soil. Mm -hmm. So to allow the soil to digest the previous nutrients that were put in for the higher fertility plants, like the grains and the potatoes and the squashes that need a lot of energy. Then you can put a little bit of fertilizer in your garden for the green crops. They don't need very much. And if you put too much, now you got your bugs, you got your aphids, you've got <laughs> your, your broccoli worms coming because that's over fertility. Wow. So this is all linked together. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is so interesting. One of the biggest thing about food is we're overeating bad foods that don't have much energy. Mm -hmm. So focusing on raw foods, so half your foods of the day can be raw. Eating fresh apples, apples that were picked this year instead from Australia that came from four, or New Zealand because they're green and you like them tart. There are local tart apples. Yeah. Ask your farmer, go see. They're spray-free apples, so that is a better alternative spray than free, so regular. There, there's a ra whole rainbow. So organic would be best. And and those who actually are have had their support of long-term clients usually have a CSA. So if you want to go work on the farm to see how it's being done, you can pay less for your food. And you can be part of the process. And now you know exactly what they've done. Wow, that is, that is really a good thought to leave us with the first half of the show. And please tune in after the commercial break for more with Michelle Palmer. And we'll talk about a little bit more about uh, glyphosate and other toxins and what influence that all has on our health. Hello and welcome back to Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOE FM or on the web at communityradio.ca. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer, and I'm with today's guest, Michelle Palmer. Please, Michelle, I am so honored to have you here and talking about all the interesting work that you do about toxins in the environment and toxicity and health in general by going to the roots and the real holistic all-encompassing causes of everything. Let's talk now a little bit about what all those toxins that have really never been tested, especially not together, as you said, uh, what do they do to our health? It was an interesting discovery in about the 1980s it started happening. Um, there was a, a doctor that was studying breast cancer and accidentally she had a biopsy of a breast cancer in a Petri dish and she went away during lunch and when she came back the cancer was growing 
and it had uh, shown growth, and the only thing that could be stimulating it was the Petri dish. So there was a, a whole all of a sudden looking at what is stimulating this Petri dish. And so we started seeing that bisphenols, and that was part of what this Petri dish was. So bisphenols started coming out, and at the same time we started seeing that about 5% of all the chemicals we ever produce was imitating estrogen. And that if we start combining two together, they would start imitating estrogen. And if you had two estrogenic compounds, they would come together, they would become an even bigger Pac-Man and they would act even more da with, da with damage. So what we started seeing is, what we're talking about is hormonal disruption. Hormones is the communicating device of our body, how our organs, how a lot of our symptoms or our operation Systems. is working. Yeah. And so what we've done now is we've put a little Chinese worker in an English operating uh, language system. And all of a sudden, your body don't know how to operate with this extra operators. And so now we've created a whole bunch of byproducts with that bio reactions and and it's very interesting when you start looking at um, glyphosate glyphosate is not unique in its kind glyphosate works that it was a a descaler it attracted minerals from boilers and it was able to pull the minerals so that the boilers could become more efficient that was the first use of of glyphosate and mm -hmm. then it was made into an herbicide and at the same time it was also registered as a as a a product that was an, an antibiotic <laughs> so here we are now we're eating food and it's got an antibiotic that's part of the molecule now that's coming with the food, our body's reacting like all of a sudden there's a, a an hormonal reaction for it, so it's not behaving the way it's supposed to. It turns itself, and what seems to happen is the glyphosate molecule steals minerals from our protein. And, and then when it's robbed two or three minerals, then the body seems to enrobe it with a piece of fat to protect the body from being poisoned. And so, so it seems that there's an obesogen reaction that happens, meaning that the tendency for the body to protect itself compared to a poison, which usually is losing weight, this one is to put on weight. And so here's a reaction that now seems to be the beginning of a disorder. So now you start putting on weight. The next tendency is a diabetes reaction starts happening. You're not digesting the same way. Your, your body cannot digest the sugars. And so we start this whole chain event of other things that can happen. Mm -hmm. And now we have arthritis reactions. We have a problem with feeling bloated, feeling. And so we take. I've, I've seen a lot of uh, cases where those antibiotics that we are eating. And it's interesting that glyphosate is an antibiotic and kills our microbiome in our gut and probably on the skin also. 
And we need that, and it causes inflammation. And we have a resurgence of inflammatory disorders. So that is all, in your opinion, to look back on the on the toxins. Exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And right now what's happening is because we've become such a restricted diet and we're re- eating over and over the same food. Most people, if they have five favorite foods, it's probably what their diet is. And outside of that... So your microbiome is already reduced. The amount of gut bacteria is reduced because you're not eating a variety of things. Mm-hmm. Now, you're, if you're eating food that's been uh, sprayed with Roundup as a harvest, so all the grains we were mentioning, all the seeds, so sunflowers and all the seeds, all and the, the beans and the beans and wow. the dry beans and the soya beans. And so all the lentils and all the split peas and all the... So we start seeing that the onions and potatoes also have been harvested that way. The tops are are rendered brown of the potatoes so that the potatoes can harden faster instead of waiting for them. It would have happened naturally, but we want it in a rush. So we are spraying now glyphosate directly before the harvest... We have been doing this since about the year 2000. So we're getting higher concentrations we've, of that toxin. We've, we've raised the concentration by a thousand times since before 2000 by just applying it mm-hmm. at the harvest time. So the best way to reduce that is to ask a farmer, did you use glyphosate or Roundup as a desiccant? And a desiccant means as a plant to dehydrate defoliate the plant before mm-hmm. harvest to make mm-hmm. things mature all at once. Mm-hmm. It's a convenience. Mm-hmm. It saves the farmer a bunch of money on drying and on handling all this weight because it's not there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is the biggest byproduct. The problem is when the funny part is, uh, I'll read down. So after obesity and the retention of weight and retention of water and have a tendency towards arthritic and diabetes, we start having coronary problems. We start having impaired liver functions, hormonal imbalance, migraines, frequent headaches. My sister had headaches for 35 years. I told her, try organic. One day she hears on Oprah that people within a week going organic stopped their headache. My sister, within two weeks, did not have a migraine headache anymore Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and rarely gets headaches now, but she eats mostly organic. Mm -hmm. Never believe me. But (laughs) anyway, then we see that the digestion problems, the coronary, then we go into all the cancers that are linked with estrogen, brain, breast, cervical, ovarian, liver, kidney, Mm. prostate, testicular... Prostate and testicular are the first thing in rats to show up with glyphosate. And I think also the nervous system disorders, the the race of kids with ADHD and ADD and autism, and also the race in autoimmune disorders and allergies. Totally. It's all linked. And then mm-hmm. Alzheimer and Parkinson. Mm-hmm. But the worst thing we've done with this, so now Roundup has been here for over 30 years. We've put it ever, it's the most used product in the world. 
if all the pesticides, herbicides, all the sides, all the biocides, Roundup is the most used product in the world. It's being used to harvest sugar. It's being used to harvest corn. It's being used to harvest everything we can imagine right now. So we need to protect ourselves. And what's worse is now we've created a whole line of GMO crops. So people are saying, what are GMO crops? Oh, not all GMO are bad. No, not all GMO are bad, but we have created most of the crops that are resistant to glyphosate, resistant to Roundup. And all these crops are the main ones being used right now with in Canada. We are talking about soybean. We're talking about corn. We're talking about rapeseed. The canola oil you're buying is rapeseed being sprayed with Roundup at harvest time and then extracted with a petroleum byproduct called exane. So cheap oils is the best way to stay away from bad products. Don't buy cheap oil. Mm. Buy really good quality organic oil and then you're guaranteed to get the best oil. You might as well invest in the best for yourself because you're going to not have to buy the the products the doctor will give you after that. Mm -hmm. You might be getting free health, but you're not getting free medicine. And uh, the medicine that we are taking, you could be giving yourself to better quality food, buy better quality, ask, find out. What I want to bring is now we know, now we know that there's obesogens family left and we have found now there's many products that's in the planet right now that we're exposed to. Some are what I mentioned before. In the food, we have MSG, we have fructose, nicotine, we have lead and glyphosates. And all the chemical fertilizer also are linked to obesogens. So when we start looking at organophosphates, so dish detergent. Uh, Michelle, I have to cut you off. I hate to do that, but the oh, show so much is to coming share. to end. There's so much to share and it's a fascinating topics. I can't get enough of it. And I really hope you will uh, be uh, honoring me with coming again on my show because I really am interested in going more into detail for my listeners. I would gladly come back. The obesogens, the nature of thing. David Suzuki did one on obesogens. Wow. And just go watch that. Great. Please do. And my email here is Christine, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E at communityradio.ca. If you would like to contact Michelle or myself, have any questions, thoughts, comments, please email me. I'll be happy to forward your information to Michelle. You can also find him on Facebook, Michelle Palmer, Wake Up Nova Scotia. Great group. And thank you all for listening to Healthy Alternatives today. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer. Tune in next Thursday at noon at 97.5 CIOE FM Community Radio with live stream on communityradio.ca for the next episode. Goodbye and have a great day. Thank you.